Hello. What a week we just had. Uh, so sorry, you guys, that we took a minute to get another episode out there, but I think myself, Katie, and now Izzy all just had the week from hell uh, with our babies. Absolute hell. Absolute hell. Um, if you can hear my own voice, I'm also getting over being sick. Uh, all three of our babies, Dale, Cash, and Cora. Uh, Cash wasn't diagnosed, but most likely he also had RSV. So we're going to have a very real raw episode and just kind of tell you guys what we experienced this last week with our sick babies. Um, Izzy's currently uh, calling in from Children's Hospital where baby Cora's at. So she's in the thick of it right now. Um, and then Katie, per usual, calling in from her home in Maryland. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll kick it off. Katie, you started this. And it's so crazy because <laughs> you were in Maryland. You weren't near any of us. So Yeah, I I know. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. Yeah, and it's I last week at the beginning of the week, um, Dale had like a rash on his belly. And I remember sending it to you guys and I'm like hypochondriac I flip out about everything so I'm like he has this rash I don't know what this rash is and kind of talked myself out of it I was like it's probably nothing um and then Friday he started with a nasty cough and I know all three babies have that nasty cough Mm -hmm. um and at first it wasn't too too bad so I mean I had to go to work so we took him to daycare which I feel terrible about now but when you're in the moment you're like oh he doesn't have a fever you know, he just has a cough. He'll be okay. Um, so I took him on Friday and I let them know, you know, he has a cough. If it gets worse, let me know. Or if you think he needs to go home, let me know. They never called. So I'm like, okay, just a cold. And then Saturday, same thing, pretty mild. Um, still had the cough, but nothing crazy. And same thing Sunday. But then once we hit Sunday night, um, it's kind of like us with sicknesses. Like, I know I feel worse at night mm-hmm. when I'm sick. Like, sure. all the mucus is, like, sitting in your chest. That's why I said so the, the Sunday night, night and the morning are always the worst when you're sick. Yes, and, and it's the same for babies because that night I was sleeping with him um, on, the like, on my chest because I couldn't lay him down. But he was having what I now know are retractions, but... He was, every time he was going to cough, just so people know what to look out for, the first thing was when he was coughing, he was, like, sucking in a breath every time before he was going to cough. Um, And I guess that's a telltale sign of it. It's a specific cough that goes with it. And he was coughing so hard that he was not, like, catching his breath. So he was, like, the shade of his face was kind of turning, um, I don't want to say purple, but it was changing color oh my God. and he wasn't able to catch. Yeah. And that was like the moment when I'm like, we, we got to go. go. Mm-hmm. And, um, actually still went back and forth about it. Cause you're a first time mom and you're like, am I overreacting? Right. So I called my older sister and I'm like, listen to him breathing. And she's like, he's wheezing. Like you could, re- you can really hear him struggling to breathe. And she had me look at his stomach and all around, like his ribs you could see his ribs kind of sucking in when he was struggling for the breath um so her saying those things I was like all right we're doing this so then it was the battle I live in Maryland but I'm only like 30 miles from 
Washington, D.C., so it's kind of like you guys for children's. Uh, we have children's national in D.C., so I'm like, do we go to children's or do we just go to our local ER? What do we do? So I don't know about back home. Is your children's like swamped? If they tell I, you it's like packed. I heard it's a 10 hour wait if you just walk in uh, without being escorted by your pediatrician or an ambulance. I don't know. Is you, yeah. you're real time there. Tell us what is it like at children's hospital? <laughs> yeah, right that's now? kind of it. I decided to go to our local hospital first because I knew we'd have, I knew we'd have to end up at children's and the quickest way to get there was by ambulance or I guess the quickest way to get in. So I was kind of smart on that. And I even went to Latrobe Hospital because I personally didn't think it would be as busy as Westmoreland. And there was nobody there. We got straight in, um, I think less than an hour, the ambulance there was to take us. And it was like sirens and lights the whole way there, maybe 30 minutes straight back. Um, I've been to Children's two other times before. We've had to be in the ER for seven hours waiting for a room. And we were not even waiting two hours to get admitted. So it was definitely the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately what we decided to, we just went to our local and when we walked in, um, our, it was full. Like the ER had a bunch of people and the lady, as we were checking in was like, we have really long wait times, just so you know. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. If he stops breathing here, at least there's people here that can help. (laughs) Um, but they actually took us right back to like triage us, I guess, and just like check everything out. And his oxygen wasn't great. It was in the eighties, which I think they want it to be like 95. So it wasn't terrible, but it definitely wasn't where they wanted it to be. And they ended up taking us straight back. So we did not even sit down in the emergency room, um, which was kind of nice. And once we got there, they took his temperature and he had a suit, he had a high fever. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about because I have this like fancy thermometer that like rolls across their forehead and I don't think they work. No, I don't. (laughs) The digital one, we also have a digital one and it's so hard because he'll move too much. So I just started using a regular under the arm thermometer, but I used it rectally for him. And now that's, it's Cash's thermometer. Nobody else. Yeah. Can use that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now, now I, I have a rectal one and I've been using that the past few that's days, the most but accurate. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. I did not have one and I had like an ear one and I had like a forehead one. Both of them showed he didn't have a fever, but then when we got there, he did. So, um, I don't know. That's my recommendation. If you're a new mom, Get yourself just a cheap rectal thermometer because that's the most accurate. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. And then once we got back there, um, they kind of brought everybody in right away and they used like a catheter up his nose and kind of sucked all of the mucus out. And the amount that comes out of a little teeny tiny baby is insane. Um, and you could kind of tell right away that that helped him a little bit. So they kind of let us sit. They're like, we want to monitor him, um, you know, watch, see his oxygen, how he does on his own, because they didn't have any rooms there. So it was going to be the same thing that Cora had to do was go to children. So they're like, we just want to monitor him here and check it out first. So I'm like, that's fine. So they did an x-ray. Um, the x-ray showed that it had that he said signs of a viral something, something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But basically that his his airways were swollen um he was having difficulty breathing 
But luckily, once they brought the respiratory therapist in and once they, like, monitored us for probably about four hours, um, they were able to send us home. So mine was not quite as elevated as Cora. Um, But we're still dealing with, you know, all that comes with having a sick baby, Um, being a working mom, figuring out how we're going to take off work, not having leave for that, having to take off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then feeling the guilt of, do I send him back to daycare? He's been fever-free for 72 hours. Like, is he good now? Him still not being able to sleep at night on his back. Like, there's just so many other things that come with, you know, a baby this young when they're sick. Right. And, and what did the um, the doctors say, like, when you were there? Did they prescribe anything? Did they tell you, hey, look out for this, try this at home? Like, what what did they leave you with, I guess? Yeah, so I um the fir- one of the first things they told me there's nothing that they can do um other than breathing treatments for babies that little. Um and you said so they were there's still, no you you mentioned that they were a little hesitant to even do the breathing treatment at first, right? Yeah, yeah, he said that um pediatricians are kind of like leaning against albuterol unless it's absolutely necessary. Um I don't know for our babies are, you know, as small as ours are. So he said, like, he told me, go home, watch for if those retractions come back, because at that point they were gone. Um, He was still wheezing and still had that awful cough, but the, you know, respiratory distress, I would call it, was kind of gone. But they also said, watch out for that. And then the other big thing they said was if he stops eating and becomes lethargic. So I know... At the time, I was kind of in the thick of it, and nobody else's babies were really showing signs yet, and that was why when you guys were kind of like, hey, I think Cora is sick, I think Cash is sick, I was like, are they eating? And I know when Izzy, when Izzy was like, yeah, she didn't eat like at all last night, that's when I was like, I don't know, that might be a sign then, because that was a big thing they said to do. But it's just so hard when you're a new mom, because you go back and forth, you're like, do I want to go to the ER and expose my baby to what else could be and, there? And hook them am all I up overreacting? to all these things, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Am, am I overreacting? You know, it's, yeah, it's a lot. And then once you're there, I mean, they were like, we're glad you came in. You made the right choice. So they were very reassuring. And they kind of told me, you know, there's three other babies in the ER right now with the same thing. So I think it's just everywhere. That's um, right and now. it's so, yeah. and it's so not funny, but. I, I swear it was like a week ago when all of us were talking about how afraid of RSV we were yep. and, yeah, you know, say, t- saying like, how do we tell our family members, like, don't kiss our baby and feeling yep. that, like wanting to set that boundary, but getting those remarks from family, mm-hmm. like, but he's so cute. And it's like, yeah, he's a lot cuter when he doesn't have an oxygen mask on his face or an oxygen tube in his nose. Like, no, that's what you kind of want to say. It's crazy. But. Literally the day I had sent out like mass text messages to our families about RSV because a friend of ours, baby was also in the hospital with it. Uh, the next day I get a note while cash is at daycare that there was a child at his daycare with RSV. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, this is like so fast. And that's the thing. I mean, they can get it from anywhere. So like, it's not, I mean, I think, I don't think I'm the one that brought it home, even though Dale goes to daycare, I'm a school teacher. So I, I wasn't feeling well last week, but not as bad as, as he's feeling. So I didn't even think I did. 
So it's not that people having that boundary with your baby is going to save the baby from ever getting sick, but it's just, if it's not your baby, don't kiss him. You that's, could that's why not actually help. Yeah. And why not do everything in your power to prevent that from happening? Right. Right. As a family or a friend, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we were lucky. I mean, Dale recovered pretty well and he still, that was last Friday was when his cough started and it's now Sunday, the following Sunday. And he still has a nasty cough, still having trouble sleeping, you know, with the mucus and stuff, but thank God his breathing is significantly better. So, but yeah, it's, it's not fun to have a sick baby. <laughs> no, it's so hard to watch and feel helpless. You know, yes. you try everything you think you can do or you, you know, we're reaching out to each other in our chat. We're Googling things. We're asking people who have gone through it before and you're trying everything. And then at the end of the day, they're still sick and miserable. And you're just like, what more can I do for you? I want to make you better. So it's Yeah. Hard. And I, my, my good friend is a nurse and I'm like sending her videos of his breathing. Like, should I go back in? And like troubleshooting with her, and it's just—it is hard because, yeah, especially just... with RSV, there isn't anything they can do unless you get to the point that, right, they have to get hooked up. You know what I mean? It's—I feel like it's such a, yeah. So drastic... the only advice that they, oh, you're good. The only advice they gave me coming home was same thing that everybody kind of already knows, or maybe you don't using humidifier. Um, saline and suction, um, baths, steamy showers. That seemed to be the best thing to calm him down when he was upset when he couldn't breathe well. You literally was told every, shower. every single person that was like, my baby has a sniffle, steamy shower. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> every time. And honestly, it worked. And they were happy to be in a steamy yeah. room or bathroom, you know? I think the steam helps. I think the sound of the actual water mm -hmm. is kind of like a sound machine to them the heat in, when you're in there. So that was like our big thing. And then baths with like um, vapor in it, that seemed to really help him. And then suctioning out his nose after that. But the weirdest thing with this whole RSV was there wasn't a lot to suck out. Like he had a cold before and I could get mucus out. But with this, it just all was sitting in his chest. Mm -hmm. Like you could hear it, but you couldn't get any of it out. So it was like, until we went to the hospital and they used that thing that went down kind of all the way down his nose nothing was coming out so it just was sitting there and making it hard to breathe so poor guy i'm glad he's on the up and up though yeah hopefully he starts sleeping better although <laughs> has he ever slept good you know <laughs> no <laughs> I think he's the worst. I think he's the worst sleeper in the group, you know. Yeah. But it's oh, all right. Cash, we're, we'll, Cash might be up there. We're, that Cash was good at first, I and know. then then he has little. He went a little downhill. So Cash like, had like two good days. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't even. I don't even touch my phone anymore when I wake up because I'm like, no, whatever. But that's a whole nother episode on yeah. sleep. Whole nother thing. Honestly, well, because he just turned four months, so I'm. Well, all of our babies just turned four months, so I'm like, here we go, four months sleep regression. How could it get any worse? And then boom, he gets and sick. And then teething. The, he gets sick at the same time. I'm like, great. Yep. And then they'll all be teething. So uh -huh. you know, it's just constant. Yeah. But we're all gonna make it. Yeah. Speaking of making it, though, Izzy, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. So 
last weekend was Halloween and this is probably the worst Halloween this year because I had like seven different things to do with my toddler. You guys I probably took her out we're crazy. Did a lot. I just I wanna give her a fulfilling life and <laughs> take her to all the trick or treating and do all like the fun things, but you're gonna make me I don't look know. really bad when I tell Cash we're going trick or treating <laughs> one time. Uh, no, next time, next year, it will be one and done. I'm not doing five different things, but we were going to see people. She was at daycare. Um, and then all we had all of our babies together. And I don't know if that's kind of where she could have picked it up. I know you felt massive guilt, Courtney, thinking well, that, like... the reason being is because when Cash first started having symptoms i didn't think they were symptoms of being sick he started with the crusty eyes and yeah and we all told you they weren't symptoms of being yeah everyone was like nope clogged tear duct my baby has it every day i'm like okay (laughs) yeah all right and he had no other symptoms until that night when he started the cough and i'm like oh okay i don't know and so yeah cora started her cough on tuesday night and that was the only day she went to daycare last week so I remember she woke up from a nap after we got home from daycare and she coughs like five times in a row. And I looked at my mom and I'm like, she never coughs like that. Like instantly I knew something was about to happen. Your mommy, and your mommy senses were tingling. Yes, because I was going to work the next day. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I should go to work. I don't want to send her to school. And she's just coughing, but she wasn't that bad. And then Katie's just getting over it. And she's like, and, you know, we don't think it's going to be that extreme because, yeah, Dale had to go to the ER, but he got sent home, and he was, like, getting better. And then Courtney was really sick. Cash was sick. We were all just kind of talking about it, going through it. I didn't think that much of it. And I had her four-month checkup on Friday. So I was like, you know what? We can wing this till Friday. I think she'll be okay. And she was. All she had was a little cough. She was barely stuffy. She was eating normal. She was no sleeping fever. normal no fever at all and so we went to her checkup and they immediately knew she had rsv she's like i can just cure it by listening to her lungs but she described it as she's like weary call cora a happy weezer we know that she has the symptoms but you know this is something that you can beat at home you'll be okay these are the signs to look out for as long as she's eating her color looks good she doesn't have a fever like totally fine you know just a cough i'm like all right cool so we go home and the night that night was so horrible for us i mean katie i was sending you snapshots left and right like is her breathing okay what's going on um we did the steam bath and she did so much she did so good in the steam bath those um videos too i remember being like there were retractions and i remember saying like is she eating and she was at that time yeah. Because you were like, yeah, she still is. She's, And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. it's definitely like that, but, you know, just keep watching that part of it. So The way that she described it to me was like, unless she's in respiratory distress, there's no reason to go to the hospital. And I didn't want to go to the hospital at all because there's just these, all these cases left and right. There's this 12-hour wait time. I didn't think I was going to get in. What if there's no beds for us? And she's not that bad yet. So um, that night was so horrible. Friday night. Um, Basil had went with her dad, thank God. Dylan came home late. I was sobbing because Cora was sobbing. She couldn't sob. I just thought she was uncomfortable. 
like we were just trying to like let her cry it out um you know we were taking shifts of who was watching her and that's whenever she stopped eating because i tried to give her a bottle in the middle of the night and every sip she took it was like i was taking her breath away she couldn't get it down she was coughing coughing crying inconsolable i think she finally cried herself to sleep and she just slept right next to me and she would wake up and the one thing that i noticed that was really odd is in the middle of the night usually when she comes to my bed we do night nursing it's the same thing she does the routine she just cuddles up next to me latches on and we go back to sleep and she wouldn't do that she was just sobbing she didn't want anything to do with it so i'm kind of just like pacing around figure out what to do. I think I'm probably talking to Katie or somebody, waiting for my mom to wake up, waiting for my doctor's office to open. And um, I tried to do the steam bath again. And at this point, I'm really worried about dehydration because she wasn't eating anything. And so I did the steam shower. I took a shower and she's so kind the entire time. And then something just kind of like clicked in my head. I was like, if she's in the steam shower and she's sweating, She's losing even more water right now. And like, I can't do that. This is not good. And I was like, okay, I have to go somewhere. Like this is respiratory distress. I'm not gonna put it off any longer. Like I said, the best bet in my head was to go to a local hospital and go there by ambulance because I wanted to get straight through. And that decision was really smart. We went to Latrobe, they got us right in, um, put her on oxygen. They told us that we'd probably be going to Children's. They already called the ambulance. Um, they did the breathing treatment. She was crying the whole time. They tried to do an IV. They couldn't get one, so they just poked her a bunch. Um, we finally took the ambulance there. Uh, she was stable at this point. I, that's why I want to go to the hospital first, so, like a local, so they could get her stable during the ride there. And she fell asleep because she had just been crying for hours on end. And like I told you guys, I threw up in the ambulance from being so nauseous. Hey, can't blame well, you. And, yeah. yeah. And the the breathe that breathing treatment like opens their airways a little bit, you know, even if yeah. it's not for a long period of time. So she probably just had that little bit of relief. And yeah. I have one que- I have one question. Um, I know Cora was premature. Did they ever bring that up uh, at any point to say like? So they maybe her did lungs? ask me. Yeah, they were. They haven't mentioned anything about her lungs, but I've been kind of thinking about that too. Like, say Cash and Cora had this illness, or they both have it at the same time. Like, I'm wondering if Cash got over it quicker because he was a full-term baby. Yeah. And Cora wasn't. Because I never dealt with stuff like, like, Basil's definitely been sick as a baby, but nothing, like, not hospitalized for the third freaking time a month four. I mean, but, like Dylan said, you guys have frequent flyer points at Children's <laughs> for how much that poor baby has been there. Yeah, I know. But, um, and I know, our room is so much nicer now. They got us right up. I'm just, the last time we were here, we had to be in the triage you know emergency room for so long like but at that time they didn't know what it was they definitely knew what was going on here is mostly just waiting for a bed and we came on early saturday i think it was like saturday afternoon we were here so once we finally got up there it was just they're just giving her fluids they're giving her oxygen um last night was worse than friday night probably 
the worst thing I've ever been through. Constant crying, constant coughing. She had me sitting up. Um, the chairs here are so uncomfortable. I keep telling you guys that. We just had to keep taking turns holding her and rocking her and standing up. And she was still just losing her mind to the point that they finally had a respiratory team come in at like 3 a.m. and get another chest x-ray. They did like a lot more suction on her. Um, but nobody had came like in it, prior to that? Like, how does the monitoring they, work? They definitely had come in before just to do the suctioning and the oxygen. But it was kind of just monitoring at this point. It hadn't gotten worse whenever we got here, but it was definitely worse last night. And like, I, I'm like just afraid, you know, she's gonna like lose a lung because because of how much she's coughing. But they keep reassuring me that a crying baby is a good baby. Her crying is her way of opening up her airway so she can breathe. And her coughing mm-hmm. is so she can cough up all that mucus or okay. secretion, they call it. Yeah, they always talk about not wanting a lethargic baby. Like, not wanting yeah. a baby that's just sleeping and laying there. Which, which is, the, you know. Ironic, because I just right. want some freaking sleep, but. <laughs> yeah. She, she's drinking her, her little formula bottles here. Um, her eating didn't get much better. I couldn't get her to eat more than an ounce or two over a 12-hour period. And they were just pumping her full of, they have like sugar liquids pumping into her. She'll eat a little bit here and there. She'll nurse a little bit here and there, but it's nothing like how she was before. And like, we're still here right now. I think two hours before this, we talked to a doctor and she was doing a lot better. And um, I think another helicopter's coming. I'm going to have to go somewhere else. <laughs> they, um, said another helicopter oh if you need to just mute and me and courtney will fill the space you know no yeah it's they i was talking to the doctor and they were saying how she was doing much better and you know this disease it's every 10 minutes it can change every 20 minutes it can change we're literally just taking it hour by hour and about 20 minutes after he left i tried to nurse her to sleep she just had this insane coughing fit that went on, I had to call the nurse back in, four other people came back in, they had to like suction so much more mucus out of her. And after that, she was totally fine. They just said that she's like choking on her own phlegm, mm-hmm. but she's not, her oxygen was good the entire time. Her oxygen's been pretty steady. She still hasn't had a fever. Basically like the biggest things for me is the, her not eat the dehydration and her just being like still so little and they say that almost every bed here is full of an rsv patient wow yeah that's how our even our local hospital is like that it's just and i i think the the one thing i really want to touch on is something that you said to us was that you should have went sooner but you just said and this is kind of the same thing i told you that the doctor told you it can change every five minutes And you went to the pediatrician and they told you, you know, no, she's fine. And you went home and you, you trusted that. Like there's, that's the thing being a new mom. Like we, we take every decision we make and we analyze it. And at the end of the day, you went when you knew it was time to go. And like, I hope anybody listening knows that. And I also hope people listening don't get scared. Like, I don't think, I don't want people to think we're telling you this to scare you because I mean, cash and, 
Dale both recovered. Yep. Um, I mean, so it's not. Cora's recovering. Like she's yeah, Cora's recovering. You know. Yeah. I feel safe here. I honestly feel scared to go home because I'm like, at least here there's doctors and they can suction out the secretion. She's on oxygen. Like, I feel safe here. It's mostly just like getting her back on track to where she can do those things on her own again. But every 10 minutes, they say it changes and it does. I yeah. Think and other... as a mom, it's... you'll go ahead. I was going to say, as a mom, it's hard to, to make those every 10 minute decisions. Like, is it, is it time to go? Is it not time to go? Like, cause we don't know, especially right. once your first baby. So we're going to wait 10 minutes too late. You know, it's right. I think the other thing, and then too... you feel like, go ahead. Sorry. They, I, I feel like you have to wait till they're almost dying until you drive to the hospital because you don't know if it's actually that bad. Like, it, do I feel like it's that bad because it's my baby or is this actually that bad? Yeah, I think the other thing for me, too, at least with my experience with Cash, is the fever thing. Because in my mind, you know, they always are telling you, watch out for the fever. If it gets up, you know, too high, then you need to go to the hospital. But at least for Cash, he only broke a fever of 101 for, like, not even a full night. So I think that was the other thing, too, trying to determine how sick are you when they aren't really having fevers. Yeah. Yeah, Dale's never gone. Dale's was around 101, I think, pretty consistently over, like, the whole three to four days that he was, going, you know, in the rough of it. So, but I just, yeah, I hope people listening know we're not scaring you. We just didn't want to not put an episode out. We just wanted to show you that, like, this is real life. You know, is he sitting underneath the helicopter pad at Children's (laughs) Hospital? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not crazy for podcasting at the hospital. Like, no, you need this. It gets this. boring after so long. Yeah, you this a break. Is, like I said, this is the first time I've been outside in like two days. I needed some fresh air. I needed to talk to my friends. It's just <laughs> thank God for my mom. Oh, thank God for moms. I mean, what would we do? Yeah, it's so crazy to me that us three have just we just keep the same journey. <laughs> We're just meant to go through these experiences at the same exact time and it's right it's five wild. hours away yeah katie's not even here i mean cash and cora finally were you know got to meet and you know debatable how the sicknesses go i'm gonna say and feel guilty forever okay, he, gave it, he gave it to her but um yeah katie's in a whole other state so it's it's crazy yeah you can get it anywhere right. yeah and i I guess, I guess the other thing is that setting boundaries and how to do it in a way that people are going to respond, because I really find that the older generation is just like, well, when we had our babies, blah, 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 it's like, yeah, but this is not your baby. It's my baby. And this is the boundary that I'm setting. I'm not asking you to not hold him. I'm not asking you to not see him. I'm just saying, don't kiss his face, you know? And I guess... And we're all kind of the same. I know me, me and you, Court, are definitely similar when it comes to not wanting to speak up about it when we're in with those people. But it's like now that this has happened to me, like I'm, I'm done. Don't, don't kiss him. Just don't kiss yeah, him. I'm not doing it again. We're not going yeah, to do this again. Like, right. Like, hopefully, we all make it through the rest of the winter season. And this hasn't even started. Well, yeah, you're right. Started. You're right. Shoot. 
It's 75 degrees out. <laughs> yeah, well, what's up with that? Um, and I think I think my reminder is that because uh, I mean this sleep deprivation is real too. And when they're sick, and then I wasn't feeling good, and now my husband isn't feeling good. So it's like no. when you're not feeling good, and you're in the middle of the night, and your baby's not feeling good, and they won't stop crying, and you don't know why. That like frustration. Taking I also care... want to validate people feeling that. Yeah, and taking care of a sick baby when you're also sick is probably the worst thing to do in the world. Uh, yeah. Right. I because how. You know, because I got the most sick out of all of the adults so far, at least. I don't know why me, but <laughs> apparently my body decided to take a hit. But it was hard because I was fine at first, and then I didn't start having symptoms until a couple of days in. And I, I mean, obviously I can breathe well because I'm bigger and more developed than our babies are, but I'm feeling like I had the same thing that they all are having because it's the same, very similar symptoms. Um, but yeah, when you're you're feeling under the weather and you need sleep and rest and hydration and you're taking care of a sick baby on no sleep, breastfeeding, working. It's um, a lot. Yeah, it, it'll make you lose your mind for sure. Oh, yeah. And then working like we've used all of our leave and then we're using more to take care of our sick baby and then we still don't feel good but we have to go back to work because we can't use any more leave like that's <laughs> what's messed up in america but yeah and and, and making um, that decision like do that was my whole thing because cash was pretty okay on monday he he just really started to have symptoms on monday and he also had his four month checkup which is kind of ironic that they all got sick around their checkups um which made like izzy said i was like okay i'm gonna go to the doctor this is perfect timing they're gonna look at him and let me know what they think and similar-ish to cora the doctor was like "Mm, i don't love his cough but it's most likely a cold and at that time he didn't have a fever and the cough wasn't anywhere near as bad as it got so i'm like okay just a cold i can handle that and then yeah, I think for us, Tuesday was our worst. Was it Monday night into Tuesday, though? Yeah, I think it was. And we both just were having a really rough time. Um, but, yeah, it's it's so hard to know, like, when you're doing, if you're doing the right thing, you know, Craig and I went back and forth. I'm thinking, we need, you know, I'm watching Katie with Dale. I'm like, we need to take him to the hospital. Like, he he's not okay. And he... Craig's like, no, he's breathing. He's fine. Like, this is good. He's going to be sick. He's not going to feel well. He's going to have a fever. So sometimes thank God for well, yeah. our partners for, like, at one point I was panicking. And Craig oh, yeah. needed and to I, my Well, and my was what Cora, what you were saying with Cora with her coughing attack. That was what was happening with Dale. It was like he was choking on the mucus. Like, not so much. And then he wasn't breathing because he was like choking on all that mucus. And no matter how much I tried to suck it out and he's screaming while I'm trying yeah. to use the nose free to suck it out. Like I'm talking, I never heard a baby scream like that and yeah. I'm trying to get it out and he's flailing and yep. like still choking and coughing. And I, that's, and when Jacob looked at me and I'm like, should we go? And like, you're saying he's usually the calm one. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's how you do. <laughs> let's get in the car. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, then let's get in the car and go. Then you're in the car and he's coughing in his car seat. You're like, oh my gosh, 
I'm not going to survive. But you know what? We do. Somehow we do. I asked, um, I was talking to the doctor earlier too about um, how long she's contagious for because that's another big thing. I have another kid at home mm-hmm. and I know she started coughing on Friday, but I kind of had to go with my baby first before I dealt with my toddler because she's obviously bigger, more resilient. And I was just talking to him, like, when should I go back to work? Like, uh, she's supposed to start a new daycare next week. And he says these le- symptoms can last for weeks and weeks. And if, even if they're, they'll have runny noses, that they can pass it to other babies. So do I go back to work? Do I? Really? I was and I was so yeah. different. Huh. Yeah. They said as long as they have a runny nose, they're still contagious? Yeah. Oh. If they're coughing up a secretion or phlegm, and I mean, they can pass on to anybody. It's basically making its way through the entire world right now. But, yeah, you know, you don't know who that's going to get back to. It could be a baby that's smaller than Cora. I have friends that are about to have go into labor in the next couple of weeks. They're terrified. Like, they don't even want to go to the hospital. They don't want to be around anybody because imagine a brand new baby getting this they're not strong enough to fight stuff like this yeah the emergency room and my pediatrician both told me 24 hours after he had a fever after the fever was gone that was what they told me and he was contagious until yeah i see nobody knows nobody knows nobody knows nobody knows (laughs) but the thing is we can't we can't stay in bubbles we can't keep them from date we can't not go to work so you know it it is what it is, unfortunately, and that's how these viruses are gonna pass around. You know, it's inevitable. It said it's. It said most babies have it, or most kids have it by the age of two. Yeah. Like pretty much every kid. Right. Never knew that. And some. Hopefully, this are one and done. Yeah. Honestly. Um. Yeah, I hope. I hope it's all of our one and dones. For a while, at my least. we need a break. Third time's a charm for me. So, Izzy, Izzy, you need to stay out of the hospital for the next year, at least. Speaking of, over that. speaking of the next year, I think we all kind of have our own experiences with postpartum, and I know one big thing for me that I'm learning is postpartum isn't just you know, the weeks after you give birth. It isn't just the newborn stage. It is a constant battle or challenge, I should say, that it doesn't necessarily have to come immediately after the baby's born. Um, and I think we all have yeah. a little bit different experiences with it, but yeah, it's interesting to me to see how it affects you at different... It's like waves, comes in waves. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a great next topic is talking about that. And, you know, I think that was our original plan <laughs> for this episode was. with us three. Yep. We, had <laughs> we to wanted to this. talk about that. Yeah, we were going to do this yeah. last week. Kayla still needs to come on to her birth story. She's been dying to. Um, but this is life, right? Our babies are sick yeah. and our babies were our number one priority. We wanted to make sure we were, you know they were all healthy. I wanted to make sure I was healthy enough to do this because up until this morning, I had no voice. So 
you can't podcast without a voice. It's just, it's not going to go well. But yeah, so I think our next episode, definitely come on and talk about those postpartum feelings that I know we all are having still to this up to this point and all those sleep struggles and postpartum recovery as far as healing and all that. Yeah, I think that would be great to touch on next. Um, Anything else we wanted to bring up this last week we've been MIA? How about just thank you to everybody that's been listening. I'm still in shock at how many of you have listened and tuned into our episodes. We hope that you didn't think we just left forever. We're still here. (laughs) Uh, We have an Instagram page now. Uh, so if you want to check us out on there, we are trying to be interact as interactive as we can on it, posting stories. Um, each mom is doing their own unique posts for each week. We have Marlena doing Mom Must Have Mondays, which should start tomorrow. Uh, we have Katie doing, what did you call it, Work It Wednesday? No, Top Toy Thursday. Oh, whoops. Wait, did I make that up? No, I said something about a Wednesday, but I never followed through with uh, it. Izzy, you come on this Wednesday. Um, you act like you have something that you're busy doing, Izzy. Like this Instagram page needs to be your top priority over over. Your oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just move aside, Basil. It's just uh, pump and dump podcast on Instagram. Uh, if you want to check it out, give us a follow. We're trying, like I said, to post things to help new moms just get recommendations survive yeah survive. <laughs> figure it out we don't know what we're doing we're figuring out day by day just like rsv everything's changing every 10 minutes seriously i can hear mine crying right now so must be your cue my cue <laughs> well here's to hoping that all of us get you know at least two solid hours straight that'd be awesome i i would take two no i would love i've definitely been sleeping the last two hours but i've uh wasted it talking to you guys oh wasted okay (laughs) no never you got that two-hour nap earlier you're good i've enjoyed it (laughs) well hopefully cora sleeps hopefully Cass sleeps and hopefully dale sleeps for me so we'll be back for another episode soon so make sure you tune in but uh other than that we'll talk to you later bye